In a quiet Japanese village nestled between rolling hills and beside a meandering river, there lived an elderly couple who were known for their kindness and hard work. Despite their contented lives, there was a deep longing in their hearts for a child to fill their home with joy and laughter. They often gazed at the sky and wished for a family of their own. One warm summer morning, as the old woman went down to the river to wash clothes, she noticed something unusual bobbing in the water. With a sense of wonder, she reached down and carefully lifted a large peach from the gentle current. It was unlike any peach she had ever seen, its skin as vibrant as a sunset, and its fragrance sweet and intoxicating. The old woman couldn't resist the temptation and decided to bring the extraordinary peach back to her husband. As the couple prepared to share this remarkable peach, they noticed a faint light coming from within. With trembling hands and hearts full of anticipation, they cut open the peach. To their astonishment, nestled inside the velvety fruit was a tiny baby boy, no bigger than the palm of their hands. His skin had a radiant glow and his eyes sparkled with a wisdom beyond his years. Overwhelmed with joy, the couple named the miraculous child Momotaro, which translates to Peach Boy. They embraced him as their own and dedicated their days to raising him with love, care and boundless affection. As Momotaro grew, it became increasingly evident that he was no ordinary child. His strength was unparalleled and his courage knew no bounds. Yet, it was his heart, filled with kindness and compassion, that endeared him to all who knew him. He became the embodiment of hope in the village, a beacon of light in their lives. One day, while Momotaro was playing by the river, he overheard the villagers speaking in hushed tones. They spoke of the menacing ogres who dwelled on a distant island, wreaking havoc on neighboring villages. The ogres were ruthless, causing suffering and fear wherever they went. Momotaro's heart swelled with determination, and he made a solemn vow. He would embark on a perilous journey to defeat the ogres and bring an end to their tyranny. His elderly parents, though filled with sadness at the thought of his departure, understood the gravity of his mission. They offered him a small bag filled with millet dumplings for sustenance on his journey. With tearful farewells and words of encouragement, they watched as their beloved peach boy set forth on a path that would change the destiny of their village forever. Momotaro's journey was not an easy one. He traversed dense forests, crossed rushing rivers, and climbed towering mountains. Along the way, 
he faced numerous challenges and encountered both friends and adversaries. Yet, his indomitable spirit and unwavering determination propelled him forward. During his journey, he made three remarkable friends, each a representative of the animal kingdom, a loyal dog, an agile monkey, and a swift pheasant. These animals, too, were oppressed by the ogres and had suffered greatly. When Momotaro shared his millet dumplings with them, they were deeply touched by his kindness and pledged to aid him in his quest. With his newfound companions by his side, Momotaro reached the shores of the Ogre's Island Fortress. Towering cliffs and forbidding terrain surrounded their formidable stronghold, but Momotaro's courage burned brightly, and he devised a cunning plan to defeat the Ogres and liberate the oppressed. Under the cover of night, Momotaro and his animal allies launched their attack. The dog, with its sharp teeth, bit at the ogre's heels, causing chaos and confusion. The monkey, agile and nimble, leaped among the ogres, snatching their weapons and flinging them into the sea. The pheasant, swift and graceful, delivered pecks that left the ogres bewildered and disarmed. In the midst of the battle, Momotaro confronted the ogre leader, a fearsome giant with fiery eyes and a heart filled with malice. Their duel was fierce and unrelenting, but Momotaro's resolve remained unwavering. With a final mighty blow, he defeated the ogre leader and secured victory for himself and his companions. The ogres, defeated and humbled, begged for forgiveness and promised to amend their ways. Momotaro, in his boundless compassion, granted them a chance at redemption provided they swore to live in harmony with the neighboring villages and protect rather than harm. With the ogre's transformation, the island became a place of peace and prosperity. Momotaro's fame spread far and wide, and he returned to his village as a hero, embraced by his loving parents and grateful villagers. As the years passed, Momotaro continued to protect his village and all those in need. He became a symbol of hope, courage, and kindness, a testament to the enduring power of the human spirit. And so, the tale of Momotaro, the Peach Boy, was told for generations to come, serving as a reminder that strength and kindness when combined can overcome even the most formidable challenges. It celebrated the virtues of courage, friendship and compassion 
enriching the hearts of those who heard it and inspiring them to be the heroes of their own journeys. In a distant era, within the heart of Poland, there stood a city of immense repute known as Krakow. This city was not only famed for its splendid architecture, rich culture, and deep history, but more so for its inhabitants, who were known for their unwavering courage and boundless compassion. Among these remarkable citizens, one name shone the brightest, a young man named Krak. Krak was no ordinary lad, He was revered throughout Krakow for his fearless valor and boundless kindness. His love for the city ran as deep as the Vistula River, and he would not hesitate to risk everything to ensure the safety and happiness of his beloved home and its people. One fateful day, as the sun painted the sky with hues of crimson and gold, a shadow fell upon Krakow, It was not just any shadow, but a chilling darkness that cast a pall over the city. A fearsome and monstrous creature had emerged, a name that sent shivers down the spine of those who heard it, the dreaded Wowl Dragon. This dragon was no ordinary beast. It was a nightmarish creation with scales as unyielding as iron and a breath of fire that could turn the grandest forests into smoldering embers. Panic seized the hearts of Krakow's citizens, and they found themselves trapped in the merciless grip of this malevolent creature. However, amidst the chaos and despair, Krak stood resolute. He heard the cries of anguish and felt the trembling of his fellow citizens' hearts. The desire to shield his beloved city from this terror burned within him like a blazing inferno. With a heavy heart and unwavering determination, he resolved to embark on a perilous quest to confront the fearsome dragon. Armed with nothing but a humble wooden spear and his undying bravery, Crack set forth on this treacherous journey. His courage was a beacon of hope, and his determination served as an inspiration to every soul in Krakow. They watched with bated breath as he ventured into the unknown, setting his course toward the foreboding Wawel Hill, the enigmatic hill that concealed the dark and mysterious lair of the dragon. Upon reaching the cave, Crack confronted the dragon, a monstrous form sprawled out in slumber. The sight of the beast was enough to send shivers down the spine of even the bravest warrior. Its fiery breath flickered like malevolent stars in the inky darkness of the cavern. Crack knew that the slightest misstep would rouse the beast, spelling certain doom. And so, with painstaking care, He began to inch closer, 
each step bringing him nearer to the dragon's side. Summoning every ounce of his courage, Crack thrust his wooden spear into the dragon's impenetrable flank. The dragon awoke with a deafening roar, its fiery breath erupting into a tempest of flames. Yet Crack stood unwavering, his resolve unbreakable. He continued to pierce the dragon's scaly hide, engaging in a titanic struggle that shook the very foundations of the cave. The battle raged on, fierce and relentless, a battle of wills between the intrepid Crack and the fearsome dragon. It seemed as if time itself held its breath, witnessing this epic clash between man and beast. After an agonizing struggle that felt like an eternity, Crack's determination triumphed. The dragon let out one final, earth-shattering roar and collapsed, defeated. The people of Krakow, who had been watching from a distance, erupted into wild cheers and jubilation. They rushed to Krak, their hearts overflowing with gratitude and admiration for their gallant hero. Crack's victory over the monstrous Wowl Dragon became the stuff of legends, a tale woven into the very fabric of Krakow's identity. From that moment on, Krakow flourished. The memory of the dragon's defeat became a symbol of the city's resilience, bravery, and the indomitable spirit of its people. Crack's name became etched in history as a symbol of valor and courage, a reminder that even in the face of the most daunting challenges, the human spirit could prevail. The legend lived on, cherished and celebrated, passed down through generations as a testament to the enduring power of bravery and love for one's homeland. Once upon a time, in a picturesque Korean village, nestled between rolling hills and near a gentle stream, there lived a girl named Sim Cheong. Sim Cheong was known throughout the village for her extraordinary beauty, and even more so, for her kind and gentle heart. Her kindness radiated from her like the warm rays of the sun. Sim Cheong's father, a humble woodcutter, was her only family. Unfortunately, he was blind, which made their life even more challenging. Despite their difficult circumstances, Sim Cheong and her father cherished every moment they spent together. Their love for each other was a beacon of light that warmed the hearts of those who knew them. One fateful day, news reached their village that a wealthy and powerful governor, known for his harsh and ruthless demeanor, was searching for a beautiful woman to become his concubine. The governor announced a grand competition, and the victor would receive a magnificent reward, 
Rumors of this competition spread like wildfire, igniting hope in the hearts of many young women, including Sim Cheong. Sim Chong, hearing of the competition, realized that winning it could change their lives forever. She made up her mind to enter, not for herself, but to secure a better future for her beloved father. With unwavering determination, Sim Chong made her way to the Grand Palace where the competition was to be held. Alongside many other young women, she presented herself before the imposing governor, whose stern gaze struck fear into the hearts of all who dared to meet it. As Sim Chong stood before him, she saw not just a stern governor, but also a man who appeared to be lacking kindness and empathy. Her heart wavered, for she could not fathom being bound to a man without compassion. However, she knew that the prize could change her father's life, so she decided to perform a song and dance that would touch the deepest recesses of the governor's heart. With grace and poise, Sim Cheong began her performance. Her voice, sweet as the nightingale's song, and her dance, as graceful as the wind through the trees, moved everyone in the palace, including the unfeeling governor. Her performance was not merely an artistic display, but a genuine expression of her love and kindness. Sim Cheong's act of kindness and beauty melted the governor's heart like the first rays of dawn thawing the winter frost. He was deeply affected by her performance, realizing that there was more to life than wealth and power. In that moment, he decided that Sim Cheong would be the one to share his life, despite the reluctance in her eyes. Sim Chung became the governor's concubine, but her heart remained true to her father and her village. She sent gifts, money and messages of love to her father in secret, ensuring that he was well cared for, even though she couldn't be with him. Time passed, and Sim Chung's love for her father only grew stronger. She couldn't forget the man who had brought her into this world, and who had been her unwavering support. Her love for him was as boundless as the sky, and she longed to return to his side. One day, a devastating storm of unimaginable ferocity descended upon their village. The villagers, including Sim Chong's father, were caught in the throes of nature's fury. As the rain poured and the wind howled, her father's life hung by a thread. Sim Chong, torn between her duty to the governor and her love for her father, found herself on her knees, praying to the heavens for a miracle. Her plea for help echoed through the stormy night, reaching the dragon king of the sea, a divine and benevolent being who watched over the world. 
Touched by Sim Cheong's unwavering devotion to her father, the Dragon King summoned his most magical fish, a mystical creature with shimmering scales and eyes that sparkled like stars. He commanded the fish to aid Sim Cheong's father and save him from the perilous storm. With great haste, the magical fish swam to the surface, riding the towering waves of the tempest. Guided by the Dragon King's command, it reached the villager's boat just in time to rescue Sim Cheong's father from the merciless sea. Sim Cheong's father, bewildered amazed, was brought safely back to the shore by the miraculous fish. He was saved, and his gratitude was immeasurable. Word of this extraordinary rescue quickly spread throughout the village in Simcheong. Upon hearing of the miraculous event, knew that it was a sign. Her heart ached to be reunited with her father, and she realized that it was time to return to him. Simcheong, now armed with newfound courage, approached the governor and shared her heartfelt desire to leave the palace and reunite with her father. She revealed her true reasons for entering the competition and becoming the governor's concubine. The governor, having witnessed the depth of Sim Cheong's loving goodness, was deeply moved. He realized that he could not stand in the way of a daughter's love for her father. With a heavy heart but newfound understanding, he granted her request and allowed her to return to her village. Sim Cheong rushed back to her beloved village, her heart pounding with anticipation. As she reached her home, she saw her blind father, his eyes filled with tears of joy, waiting for her on their doorstep. The moment they embraced, father and daughter were overwhelmed with love and happiness. Sim Cheong's return marked the beginning of a new chapter in their lives, one filled with boundless love, gratitude and the knowledge that love and kindness conquer all. And so, the story of Sim Cheong comes to an end, a tale of a daughter's unwavering love, a governor's transformation and the enduring power of love, kindness and sacrifice that transcends time and circumstance. It is a story that reminds us that even in the face of adversity, love prevails and goodness is rewarded. Long ago, in the verdant and enchanting land of Ireland, there lived a young lad named Finn. Finn dwelled in a picturesque cottage, the thatched roof of which seemed to touch the very heavens. His abode was nestled in a serene village that nestled alongside the sparkling banks of a river known far and wide as the River of Wisdom. Yet, it wasn't the shimmering waters of this river that were its true marvel. 
It was the fabled guardian that resided within it, the legendary salmon of knowledge. The river of wisdom, its waters a crystalline tapestry reflecting the azure sky, wove its way through the heart of the land. In every ripple and whisper of its currents, the river held a secret. It was said that a salmon, ancient beyond measure, swam in these waters, a sentinel of accumulated wisdom passed down through the annals of time. Those who were fortunate enough to capture and partake of this venerable fish would, it was believed, be graced with the profound wisdom of the ages. Finn, with a heart aflame with curiosity and an adventurous spirit burning in his chest, grew up listening to the tales of the village elders recounting the mystical Salmon's legends. He longed to seek knowledge and enlightenment like none before him. One radiant morning, as the sun cast its golden blessings upon the earth, Finn felt the moment was ripe to embark on a quest that would etch his name into the annals of history. With unshakable resolve, Finn set about crafting a rudimentary fishing rod. He selected a slender branch as his staff, and with a length of frayed twine, he skillfully fashioned a line. To serve as his lure, he scoured the moist earth for a plump and wriggling worm. His hands trembled with excitement as he prepared himself for the great endeavor ahead. As the hours unfurled like the petals of a waking flower, Finn patiently cast his line into the limpid embrace of the River of Wisdom. The air around him sang with the melodies of birds, the gentle rustling of leaves, and the soft murmur of the river's whispers. Still, there was no sign of the elusive and wise salmon. Just as the shadow of disappointment began to cast its pall upon Finn's heart, a powerful and unexpected tug on his line sent a thrill racing through his very veins. Summoning every ounce of his strength, he pulled and tugged, his youthful frame straining mightily. With a final triumphant heave, Finn hoisted the magnificent salmon of knowledge from the water. The salmon, an awe-inspiring vision of beauty and wisdom, shimmered with iridescent scales that seemed to contain within them the secrets of the universe. As Finn gazed deep into the salmon's ageless and sagacious eyes, he realized that he now stood at a monumental crossroads. He possessed the power, if he so chose, to cook the salmon and partake of its flesh. By doing so, he would absorb into his own mind the wealth of wisdom contained within the creature. Finn would become the wisest soul in all of Ireland, revered for his unparalleled knowledge and unmatched insight. Yet Finn's heart was pure and his spirit was kind. The thought of hoarding such a treasure for himself felt inherently wrong. In a profound moment of selfless clarity, Finn decided that the wisdom residing within the salmon was not a gift, 
meant solely for his own enrichment. It was a treasure that should be shared with his people, with all those who thirsted for the wisdom it held. With great care and reverence, he returned the salmon to the rivers, gentle embrace, watching it slip beneath the surface and swim away. The news of Finn's selflessness spread throughout the village like wildfire. The people celebrated his decision, hailing him as a hero and a beacon of wisdom. The village, once content and peaceful, thrived even more with the newfound knowledge bestowed upon them by the Salmon of Knowledge. As the years flowed onward, Finn transformed into Finn McCool, a name that echoed through the annals of history. He became not just a wise leader, but a revered figure of benevolence. Finn understood, deep within his soul, that true wisdom was not solely in the accumulation of knowledge, but in how one used that knowledge for the betterment of others. The timeless tale of the Salmon of Knowledge endured through the generations, serving as a poignant reminder to all who heard it. It taught that wisdom was a priceless gift meant to be shared, and true greatness wasn't measured by what one possessed, but by how one used their gifts to uplift and enrich the lives of others. Thus, the legend of Finn McCool the boy who selflessly released the salmon of knowledge, lived on as an enduring testament to the boundless power of selflessness and wisdom, continuing to inspire and enlighten for all time to come.